Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty fun to, to do both before you know it. Spring sports will be around the corner, too, for uh, for baseball and all that. So it's a lot to broadcast, but I, I enjoy it. So. A lot to broadcast and a lot to broadcast in Kokomo, Indiana. Yes, yes. A lot of opportunities. Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in to another special edition. I keep saying that each edition is special. Well, it's true, uh, particularly when you have a guy like Chris Lowry on with us. Uh, Chris is the voice of your Kokomo Bobcats. Uh, and this is TBL News, the pod, or sometimes called TBL News, the video pod, because we are on video for better or for worse. I apologize. Um, Chris, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, Nick. I appreciate it. I appreciate you joining. I appreciate you joining. You're coming to me straight from, are you in Kokomo, Indiana right now? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I don't live very far from Memorial Gym where the Bobcats play. Uh, Family moved uh, across sides of town about a year ago. So Mm -hmm. Memorial Gym's not too far away, which is is pretty nice. But this is my hometown. I grew up here, uh, went to college at Ball State, lived in southern Indiana for a couple of years. But I've been back for about 13 years now. So Hoosier through and through. Yes, no doubt. Ne- you, never lived anywhere but Indiana. Well, you should know your basketball decently well then. Well, let me show you. This is not a prop, okay? This mm-hmm. is not a prop. I will show you. <laughs> what do we got here? I'm about to start the Hoosiers book here. Okay. The making of the, uh, the, making of the film. So, so I so figure if, uh, that's good, to, good, good material to read. I, I agree. And, and if you're listening to this podcast rather than watching Chris just held up a book, he's going to start reading a book. As far as I know, you're not currently writing one. Or no, maybe you're no, writing no. one also. <laughs> no, no, just, just reading the making of Hoosiers. <laughs> okay, one step at a time. Chris, uh, pleasure to have you on. We, you, you already mentioned Kokomo Memorial. Mm-hmm. There's another team that plays in Kokomo Memorial that people are going pretty crazy about. Talk to me a little bit about Kokomo's relationship with their basketball, pro and high school. Well, as you know, this is, I mean, this, the entire state of Indiana is, is fond of their basketball. But right now, uh, Kokomo, the city of Kokomo, has good things going on right now, both the Bobcats and the Wildcats, which is the high school team. So they play at Memorial Gym, a uh, gym that's been around since 1949 in honor of a World War II veteran. It's a beautiful facility. Um, Indiana University Kokomo has played uh, a lot of their basketball games there as well. There's actually two gyms, which is very beneficial hmm. for a tournament. Uh, but it's, it's a great facility. It seats over 5,000 people. But all people talk about, especially this last year, has been Wildcat and Bobcat basketball. The, the high school team went to the semi-state last year and fell in a heartbreaker. But mm. ever since then, folks have been geared up for this high school season. And tomorrow, the Wildcats will compete in the Class 4A, which is the largest in the state of Indiana, the Class 4A state finals. Um, they're led oh, by Flory Badunga who's an international prospect from the the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Kokomo is actually an international high school. And so they bring in, uh, you know, every year international students and they happen to, to strike gold basketball wise last year with Flory Badunga, 6'10", and he is recruited by everyone in the nation. I was just telling you, he's a top five prospect nationally. So hype was through the roof this year for Kokomo boys basketball. And thankfully they've been able to, to answer that bell. So a lot of folks anxious to see the uh, Wildcats in Indianapolis at the home of the Pacers tomorrow night and see what they do. But they, they take on undefeated Ben Davis, which is top 10 in the nation, according to Max Preps. Uh-oh. So uh, Ben Davis beat Kokomo by seven points already this year. So we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. 
<laughs> so do, do I start to uh, uh, toe the line of inappropriate territory if I start to mention names like Jimmy Dolan of the Jimmy Dolan Shake and Bake and the air up there <laughs> and any of you 90s kids who remember uh, the, the last one of the last great basketball imports, um, at least insofar as Hollywood is concerned, uh, made for right. some, pr some pretty good entertainment. So, so look, it's exciting times, clearly, uh, with the Wildcats. That's the high school team um, who are really balling out. Uh, and the pro team call themselves the Bobcats. Uh, some nice shared co-branding in that memorial gym there. So let's, let's jump into the pro team. We're here to talk to pros here, the guys who get paid to do this. Uh, the Bobcats got a guy named Derek Hawthorne. He scored 30 or more in four straight. All of them wins. Uh, what's interesting to me, uh, you don't see this sort of statistic very often, uh, but when he first came into the league three years ago, he was about a 70-71% free throw shooter. This season, he's shooting 90. Real, he's raised his free throw percentage almost 20 percentage points. Um, and he's the man. He's the man who hits the shots when the team needs them. Um, Chris, is, is, is this just what you get when you put a talented player under Coach Livingston's uh, uh, stewardship? Or is Hawthorne a star regardless? Well, I, I think he's definitely developed some. This is his third year now here in the city of first. Now, we didn't have him the first few games last year. Uh, I know everyone's excited to have him back when he rejoined the team, but this is his third year. In the first year, uh, when Kokomo started this program, there's a guy named Eugene German, who mm. you're probably familiar with. Yes. He was the star of the team. He was, he was the head guy. Uh, one of the best, if not the best players in, in the TBL. But when Eugene left, I feel like it kind of unofficially became uh, Derek Hawthorne's team. Uh, all of a sudden, it wasn't, man, he's a great complimentary player to, he's the guy that needs to get the buckets. He, mm -hmm. He's the bucket getter for the Kokomo Bobcats. Um, so it's been fun to watch him develop uh, from a guy that's a complimentary piece to your go-to score. The last game I called was on Sunday against Kalamazoo mm -hmm. down the road at Memorial Gym. And, and Hawthorne actually didn't have any make field goals at halftime. Right, yep. Six free throws. Mm -hmm. I talked about at halftime that you knew you had to get him going, and he, and he would. Uh, first shot of the second half was taken by Derek Hawthorne. Yep. Now, he missed that one, but he didn't miss too many others. Uh, still mm -hmm. finished with over 30 points. So um, he's one of those guys when you watch him and you see him shoot, you assume it's going in. You know, there's certain guys you're mm -hmm. like, you hope it goes in. With him, if he has a clear look, you assume it goes in. So he's definitely the the big game shot taker. And I was talking to the Bobcat fan the other day. It's about time for him to hit a half court heave. Uh, a year or two ago, he had like <laughs> right? three half court heaves in a row. So I mm -hmm. haven't seen any half court shots recently, but that's about the only thing he hasn't been doing. That, that is absolutely about the only thing he hasn't been doing. And as you mentioned, that Kalamazoo game, uh, which the Bobcats won by three because of a three Hawthorne made, uh, we, we did a little... Uh, breakdown on TBL news of the decisive play where uh, Harris brings the ball down um, and Hawthorne starts making his move and it was it was almost like a, a a wide receiver and a quarterback being very much on the same page which is Hawthorne's timing as he goes through three screens uh, is perfect Harris's timing is perfect as he gets him the ball in the corner and just as you say it especially as you watch the breakdown of the play itself way before Hawthorne gets the ball you know two things one Hawthorne's getting the ball two that ball's going in the timing was it was a thing of beauty um so talk to me just a little bit about uh, again mentioning Levingston again 
the program he's building with uh, the average age of the players being 25. Hawthorne, I think, is 25, right? Right around there. He's not not actually 25. He's close to it. And that sort of system that Hawthorne is playing in, is it a, a, a system where you think we are currently seeing him approaching his ceiling? Or can he even get better than this? It's funny, real quick, you mentioned football and quarterback receiver. Uh, Hawthorne was actually the quarterback in high school. Oh, really? Uh, in Indianapolis um, at, at Pike. It was pretty good from what I understand. It hmm. had some football interest, but chose to play basketball as his first passion at Division One UT Martin. So mm-hmm. just a little nugget there. But yeah, I, I, I got to coach- do more homework. Well done, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> as far as Coach Levingston, you know, he really looks for guys that fit his system. That's one mm-hmm. thing I've determined. The Bobcats probably, despite having a great score like 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 Hawk, uh, Bobcats usually are not going to be in the league leaders amongst team scoring. Right. You know, they haven't been the first two years. They're more defensive oriented. But I've talked enough with, with Coach, with the GM, Sam Beckham, with, with assistant coaches that, that we talked to post-game at halftime, it may not always be the most talented player that the Bobcats want. It, it, it mm. may be, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not opposed to talent, obviously, but they want guys that buy into the system, uh, buy into their role. So, obviously, guys develop quite a bit on this Bobcat team. Seven of the 12 guys on this year's team returned from last year. As a broadcaster, that's great because of familiarity. You don't, you don't sure. have to worry about a bunch of <laughs> yeah. guys. Uh-huh. But it also speaks that, you know, things are done right here at Kokomo with the way that the, the players in the community treat them and the way that they are being coached up as well. So I, I think Hawthorne's definitely improved under the tutelage of, of, of Coach Levingston and the staff. And uh, I think he definitely could even get better. Well, that's a scary thought. If he gets even better than this, uh, you know, he's – a half a point away from averaging 30 a game. He's pulling down boards, you know, just just shy of five a game. Uh, he's got his hands in all sorts of passing lanes. I think he's still averaging over two steals a game. Uh, he's an impressive player. Uh, and as you mentioned, he went to Division One UT Martin. Uh, and when, when I was Googling him, I typed in there, Derek Hawthorne, UT Martin. And the first sentence in his UT Martin bio states, Hawthorne was one of the most reliable options on both ends. Um, you know, I've been familiar with the Hawks since he's entered the basketball league, and reliable is absolutely the descriptor uh, I've most naturally placed on him as well. That said, you know, as I explained what my role is with the league, you know, I, I, I am somewhat of a hype man. I want to create intrigue in the league, and the word reliable isn't the most clickbaity terms <laughs> there are in the uh, in the internet. Um, so though sometimes, um, you know, the word reliable gets in the way of appreciating characteristics like athleticism, explosiveness, and, and even just leadership qualities. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me let me ask you, Chris, put you a little bit on the hot seat here. I'll, I'll, I'll put your thinking cap on and we'll also see what sort of video games you, you played as a kid or secretly <laughs> play now. Uh, if you're casting Hawthorne in NBA 2K uh, and your sliders are things like reliability, athleticism, shooting ability, defense. Um, paint us a picture of, of Hawthorne's 2K profile. As I told you, I, I have two young children, including a four-month-old, so I don't have mm-hmm. a lot of time for video <laughs> games. However, uh-huh. however, uh-huh. Uh, however, if, if, you're, if you're watching, uh, you can see that towards the bottom behind me, I have a Phoenix Suns Devin Booker 
jersey hung up behind me here. Uh-huh. Uh, Suns are my favorite team, and on the front cover of NBA 2K this year mm-hmm. is Devin Booker. So, mm-hmm. yes, I have the video game. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think toughness would be one of those sliders that would okay. be near the top for, for Hawk Hawthorne. I, th- I think toughness, um, to watch him play defense one-on-one, get down in his crouch, especially with the game on the line, uh, he plays aggressive defense. So shooting that, shooting ability would be near the top. Um, toughness would be near the top. He's an athletic guy. Now, I've seen more athletic guys than probably on the Bobcats in the, in the league. So that might be slightly lower than the toughness of shooting right there. Uh, reliability, uh, 100%. 100%, no doubt. So he's reliable. He's tough. He makes the big plays. He plays on both ends. You're right. He does get into that crouch. You know, so you see so many NBA guys just refuse to get into that crouch. And that, that's been a a hallmark of the NBA player for a long, long time. Crouching doesn't look cool on camera, but 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 the hawk, the hawk is not afraid to get get his hands a little bit dirty and get down in that good defensive stance. So he's the team's leading scorer uh, by quite a bit. You know, there's a lot of good players on the team, but as you say, Levingston runs a system. It's a system. Uh, it's not just guys out there trying to throw the ball into the bucket. They they do want Hawthorne taking uh, the bulk of their shots, so he does, and then he makes a lot of them. Uh, so he's the leading scorer. He's the go-to when the game is tight, uh, but is he necessarily uh, the team's leader or somebody else picking up a leadership slack? If, if, if I don't want to call it slack, it sounds pejorative, but but you know there isn't a 30-year-old on the team. The average age is 25. I think the oldest guy is 27, uh, so maybe Levingston plays a larger role. Um, what are your thoughts on who assumes what properties as regards leadership within the Bobcats organization? Well, there's no doubt it starts with Coach Cliff. Uh, there, mm. There's no doubt Coach Coach Levingston uh, leads the way there. But it, it, I'm not in all the practices or anything like that, so I don't want I want to give a false impression. But on the hardwood, uh, I would definitely say Hawthorne. Now, that being said, there are several guys that have been here a few years that I, that I would consider leaders like uh, Tremont Moore, Fudge Moore. Okay. So, yeah, Fudge and Hawk, you have Martrelli and Gibson. His nickname's Duck. So we do have the greatest nickname. Team. Yeah, 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 I was going to jump in there, and I don't want to interrupt, but the <laughs> nicknames on the Bobcats. If you're not currently a Bobcats fan and you're hearing some of these nicknames for the first time, uh, familiarize yourself with them. You got Fudge, Duck, and Hawk. Are we yes. missing anybody? Those are no, those are the big. Those, three. I mean, there's others, but they aren't in the realm. They aren't in the echelon of mm-hmm. of, of those three. So again, seven returners, but those those guys have been with the team all three years. So, mm. I, you know, I, there's definitely some other leadership uh, positions. But, yeah, I, I'd say on, on the hardwood, as we talked about, you know, if you need a go-to bucket, you go to Hawk. And, and the great thing is, now that everyone has fan favorites here at Kokomo, but Hawk, every time he makes a bucket or at least a three, they show on the video board a Hawk flapping uh-huh. his wings. And you hear the, the audio and fans kind of put their arms up and down, flapping their wings, so to speak. So it's kind of a cool scene anytime Hawthorne hits a big bucket. It sounds almost religious. Yes. <laughs> when Hawk hits a three, the people in the choir stand up. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty fun to watch. Well, it certainly is fun to watch. And speaking of fun to watch, big one tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I know you were working last night, and this one went a little bit late, uh, but I, I, I caught that Glass City game as they played against West Virginia. Glass City's got this kid. If you listener at home, if my one fan at home hasn't heard me talk about Chris Darrington, well, then you need to uh, 
you need to get your hearing checked. I talk a lot about Chris Darrington. We're big fans of his. Now, he had a rough night. He seems to be in a little bit of a rough spell here. Those last three games, he hasn't been up to par. Um, he still gets to the line enough to put up a, a, a good total. Nonetheless, uh, Glass City in a tough one last night did beat West Virginia 127-125 uh, in overtime. They nearly threw away a 32-point lead, Glass City did, uh, but did pull out the win. Now, I spoke uh, yesterday, maybe it was the day before, time is starting to get meaningless, um, but I spoke with Brad Wozniki, uh, who's uh, the voice of the Wranglers, uh, and he gave me a score. I think he said 112-107. He's got his Wranglers winning tonight's big game, the big matchup. Um, he thinks that the Wranglers will be able to push the ball a little bit against Kokomo. Now, Kokomo didn't let that happen in the first meeting. Kokomo is the only team to hold Glass City under 100 points this season. Let's talk about tonight's game. The league has this one circled. Everyone on TBL TV is going to be watching this one. Big matchup between Hawthorne and Darrington. First place Wranglers, close to first place Bobcats. Um, you think the, the Kokomo Bobcats make it 2-0 versus the Wranglers tonight, Chris? I'd hope so. I, I know the Bobcats had a couple guys out last night. Um, they, they were up in Canada, so, mm -hmm. so they're make, making the, the long road trip back down here. But so, it doesn't count. They, they didn't win last night, but it doesn't count towards their record. Right. So that, that's an that's, exhibition that's game. That's true. a warm up. Yeah, but but they they were still exerting energy and travel there. So yeah. um, a, a couple guys out. So I don't know their status for tonight. If the Bobcats are, are fully healthy, I like Kokomo in this one. Um, Bobcats don't usually have too many losing streaks, uh, whether it counts or not. Uh, they don't usually lose back to back. So uh, coming down from London and, and Canada, I like the Bobcats if they're at 100 percent. Now, if there's a couple guys out, you know, it's going to be a little bit more dicey because obviously uh, Class City is going to want revenge from the last time out against Kokomo. You mentioned Darrington. He dropped 40 plus against the Cats at Memorial Gym. And he was pretty he was pretty spectacular. <laughs> is, yeah. But I, I, you know, I talked to talking to personnel. I said, you know what? If he gets his, and we limit everyone else, you know, we're probably going to be okay. And it was a, it was a tight affair as we talked about. And Kokomo was victorious. So uh, it may be one of those things where Darrington, you know, he's going to get his thirty-five points, and Kokomo could still hang on. But I'll go a little lower on my score prediction uh, than what you were given. Mm -hmm. I'll go, you know, I'll go one hundred five, one hundred two, Kokomo. All right, it's a one-possession game. So, wow, when you say one-possession game, you say Kokomo, I'm already getting visions of that play we talked about before. I see Hawthorne coming off an elevator screen to a corner, three-pointer receiving the pass from Harris. 105-102 is your call. I'm, I'm holding I'll, you to I'll it, Chris. Okay, okay. We're still, all right. <laughs> okay, we're going to see how it all goes. Uh, Chris, a pleasure, man. I, ho I hope this is... The first of somewhere between several and many such conversations we have. Been a, been a real joy talking to you. That sounds good. I appreciate you having me on. Can't wait to do it again. Likewise, my friend. So uh, I think my sign-off has become the anti-sign-off. I always complain about the fact that I, I don't have enough reps under my belt to have a real sign-off. And then I pretend that I try to think of something and say something along the lines of, here from the TBL news desk, signing off. I'm going to start to fade out. Cool. Thanks, Chris. Cool. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, you got it. What are the rest of your games going down?